Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me today on this chapter day journey. It's good to be back after a uh, week in the warm sun. Today's podcast comes from 2 Kings chapter 20, and it was verse 5 that resonated with me this morning. It says, Go back and tell Hezekiah, the ruler of my people, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David says. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears, and I will heal you. Today's podcast is entitled, Trust the Story. In the past few months, I have been enjoying listening to the Bema podcast. There's a link to it on today's post at TomVanderwell.com. It was Wendy who turned me on to it, and it's been enlightening in so many ways, so I wanted to be sure and give them a shout out. In the first episodes, the hosts of the Bema podcast unpack the beauty and the power of the Hebrew poetry in the opening chapters of Genesis. And they reveal God's theme in creation, which they report as this, trust the story. Now that thought alone has been rocking my world since I heard it. I can't get it out of my head and my heart. See, along my spiritual journey, I observed and grappled with my own human tendency towards envy. Now most of the time, especially in our materialistic culture, I witness envy being attached to the coveting of another person's things. But the truth of the matter is that I have found that envy permeates the human condition in much deeper and broader ways. For example, it's easy, very easy, to envy another person's story. In today's chapter, Hezekiah receives the bad news through the prophet Isaiah that his illness will lead to his death. King Hezekiah, quite naturally, weeps and prays for deliverance. And the prophet Isaiah then returns to inform the king that God has heard his prayer, seen his tears. God heals Hezekiah and grants him another 15 years of life. Throughout my spiritual journey, I've witnessed, quote-unquote, name-it-and-claim-it preachers who preach that anyone and everyone can experience healing like Hezekiah's with a little faith and a donation to the preacher's ministry. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But I can't help but be reminded of John the Baptist. Jesus said of his cousin that among humans born of women, there was no one greater than John. And as he said this, John was languishing in King Herod's prison. John was not in a good place. He wanted to see Jesus ascend as the Messiah. He wanted his freedom and Herod's comeuppance. He wanted miraculous deliverance like Daniel and the boys from the king of Babylon's fiery furnace or like Hezekiah's 15 years extra added to his life. John wanted his story to turn out like Hezekiah's story, but it wasn't happening. So John sends his disciples to Jesus asking, look, are you really the one we're supposed to be waiting for? Are you really the Messiah? Now Jesus' reply is fascinating. Jesus says, quote, go back and report to John what you see and hear. 
The blind receive sight, the lame walk. Those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised. And good news is proclaimed to the poor. End quote. Now Jesus is referencing a text from the prophet Isaiah, the very prophet who proclaimed to King Hezekiah in today's chapter that God had seen his tears, heard his cries, and would heal him. Jesus is quoting the same text from Isaiah that he used in his sermon in Galilee in Luke 4. Quote, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, end quote. Now, interestingly, when Jesus references the Isaiah passage to John's disciples, he leaves out the parts about freedom for prisoners and setting the oppressed free. See, John's story is not going to look like Hezekiah's story. There will be no earthly miracle. John will not see deliverance from Herod the way Hezekiah was delivered from Assyria. John's head will be served up on a silver platter to his nemesis. So in the quiet this morning, I find myself continuing to meditate on what it means to trust the story. Hezekiah's story reminds me that God sees my tears and hears my prayers, and that sometimes the divine response is both miraculous and gracious. John the Baptist's story reminds me that my story isn't guaranteed a miraculous outcome. But that doesn't mean that my tears weren't seen or my prayer wasn't heard. See, trusting the story requires faith that the story isn't confined to or limited by this earthly existence. It calls upon me to trust that my story is part of a larger story that is not of this world. I hope you have a great day wherever this finds you, my friend. Have a good one. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow.